it's Monday, it's a new week, it's new opportunities, it's a new new day and just a wonderful opportunity for us to be with the Lord another week to spend some time with Him and another episode of Women of Faith in Leadership. So I'm really excited to have you here. Now sometimes at work we struggle to know exactly when to keep it strictly professional and when we can bring in our faith and be a testimony towards our colleagues. Now in this episode we'll be discussing balancing faith and professionalism. Let's do it. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in podcast. Together we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy and let's jumpstart your leadership. I'd like to read a review from Etsy Creator 1000. It says, great insight from someone who has been there Testimony and practical applications to leadership roles is much needed. Thanks. Thank you, Etsy Creator. Much appreciated. And if you would like to leave a review, I would really, really appreciate it. If you're on Apple Podcast, you would scroll down a little bit to the bottom and then you would leave that five-star review, hopefully, um, and then just type in your message and I can read it out as well. However, if you're on Spotify, it is actually at the top. You can't leave any words, but you can just give a rating, the star rating, but you can't leave any words. So if you'd like to leave some words for me to read out, a review, you can actually go onto Apple. If you don't have a Apple device, for example, you can actually go onto your browser and you can look for my, you can just actually Google Women of Faith in Leadership Podcast and you'll see it on Apple. Now to leave a review, you'll need an Apple ID, but that's okay. You don't need an, an Apple device to actually create an Apple ID. So create your Apple ID and then leave that review. I'd really appreciate it. And if you create your Apple ID, it means you can also leave reviews to other shows because that is the number one way that podcasts grow is by reviews and by downloads. So getting to downloads, we have reached over 1,000 downloads. We're actually near and very, very, very close to 1,100 downloads. In the last episode, we were on 165 and we are nearly to 1,100. So that's very exciting. Now to celebrate these, the getting over 1,000 downloads in my podcast, I'm having a giveaway. And I'm giving one person the opportunity to win access to my new course from Conflict to Collaboration, as well as a one-on-one coaching session with me. So you can find the link in the podcast description, or you can go to bit.ly, and Lee is L-Y, forward slash October 2023 giveaway. 
But you can also just go to womenoffaithinleadership.com and the link will be there as well for you. The winner will be announced on my podcast on Monday the 30th of October 2023. Therefore, entries will close on Sunday 29 October 2023. So there's actually also a bonus entry. So if you like the Facebook page, join the Women of Faith in Leadership Facebook group. If you, there's a couple of ways you can actually have some bonus entries. And those bonus entries will actually just, uh, just enhance your chances of winning because it is going to be a random draw. But if it's random and your name's in the in the hat more times than anybody else's, the chances of you winning is actually very good. So do those bonus entries and enhance your chances of actually winning. Okay, let's get to today's episode. If you're working in an environment where not everyone are Christian, and that's very common, then it can be really challenging. On the one hand, you are a professional in your job role and you were appointed in your role due to your knowledge, qualifications, or any expertise that you bring to the table. But on the other hand, you're a Christian, and you've got Christian values, and sometimes at work, there are things that happen that go against our values, and people do things that are against our values, or we we just don't. It's really tough for us because we can see the decisions that they are making are not godly decisions. So at what point do you tell people that you're a Christian and when can you or should you share your testimony, your values or anything relating to God? Now, I find this quite, I found this very, very challenging when I moved to Australia because no one in my workplace, well, actually there was one other person in my workplace that was a Christian. And if you've listened to my testimony, you know that I came from an all Christian background especially like employers, colleagues, family, everyone, to a place where where majority of people were not Christians and so much so that they were non-believers, they were atheists. And it was really challenging because they were blaspheming when they found out I was a Christian, they were, you know, going out of their way to, to use God's name in vain in front of me. And yeah, it was really just an awful situation. And I could also see how they were treating the other lady. And it just really broke my heart. But what I what I learned and from my, through my really intense building relationship with God during that time, I really just felt God saying to me that he doesn't want me to force him on them. But what he wants me to do is to live a godly life. And to stay true to my values, no matter what happens. And yes, that was very challenging. Not that I wanted to do anything wrong, but I think what was the what the actual challenge was is just not being hurt or so hurt or getting so cross at these things that people were doing. And yeah, it just really it was really a very trying time for me. But you know, God held my hand, and I know now I, I was there for about three years, three and a half years. And I know now that God was by my side all the time. He was there. He was just walking side by side with me. And yeah, you will find people in your workplace, in all walks of life that have different viewpoints from you. You can also, you will also find people. So I I had a lot of people who disrespected me and my values, but you will also find those people who do respect your values They might not be believers, but they do also respect your values, and therefore we respect them back. That's something that I had to learn here in Australia 
more than any other place in the world. I mean, I've only been in South Africa and in Australia, but this is what I had to learn here, is that we respect each other's views. In one of my previous workplaces that I was at, I only really mainly took the opportunity to speak about God, my values, or anything else really that I felt comfortable with when I was in a one-on-one -on -one situation or in a small group. So this didn't happen at that workplace that I just mentioned, but this work this happened actually in a different workplace. And there was some opportunity that I did talk about my values and about God, but only really when I and I really felt comfortable to do so because you can you can you can kind of sense from people that they don't want to know about that or they feel really uncomfortable about it. And it's interesting because one of my colleagues back then she's become really, really, really interested in my journey with God and having a little bit of a history with God herself about getting back to God. And it's been just a wonderful opportunity for me to live and be Jesus. And I mean, I can't be Jesus, but I can be like Jesus and I can just be there for her and support her. And I actually had the opportunity for the very first time in my whole life, I gave a Bible to someone and that was that colleague, that ex-colleague of mine. And it just felt so amazing that God could use me. And the fact that we don't work together anymore didn't matter. But she said to me that she always knew that I was a little bit different from anybody else. And that was because of my values. And that obviously meant quite a lot to me when she said that. It nearly brought me to tears. It was just such an amazing thing. So luckily the people at that workplace anyway, whether they were Christian or not, they did respect my views, which was awesome, although they didn't necessarily agree with that. And there were some people that actually said to me, and I learned later on, that they, they changed some of their behavior when they were with me in comparison to when they were with their colleagues or with other colleagues because they knew my values and they knew what I what I lived and for example uh, and this example is actually the following is instead of saying the Lord's name in vain they knew I didn't appreciate that and I you know for my faith it was actually quite crass and so they stopped doing it and I didn't I never even noticed it to be honest I didn't notice it it was only after some time that there was an, another thing that happened that she mentioned to me, oh, yes, you know, I don't know if you realize, but I've stopped using the Lord's name in vain when I'm with you because I really just respect your, your values. And, yeah, again, so if we live out our values, it's just a really good way to balance faith and professionalism in the workplace. Now, you can practice faith at work by silently praying regularly before meetings, before calls, and before the day, you know, in your in the car on the way to work. And we talked about faith-based decision-making in the last episode. So if you missed that, please go and listen to that. And that's also a really good way where you can balance faith and professionalism is in your decision-making. But I'd say something to remember is that you are there to do your job and that the job that you've been appointed for. So you have to do that job to the best of your ability. And when an opportunity presents itself for you to share about God, then be brave and do it. But be sure not to force God on that person. And if that person, if you can see that that person starts feeling uncomfortable, let's say you were brave and you started, you took the opportunity then just simply ask them to let you know if they've got any further questions and leave it at that. So ultimately, I guess what I'm trying to say is that at work, you are being paid to do that job. So that's it's crucial that you actually do your job. 
However, when it comes to your values, you will then live out your values while you are doing your job. So, for example, integrity. If integrity is one of the values that you would like to live by, then make sure that every decision that you make and everything that you do at work follows integrity or that you have integrity behind you because then if you have integrity behind you or people can see that you have made decisions constantly with integrity, then people will start knowing your values. People will know that you do the right thing all the time whether somebody's looking or not, which is basically layman's term for what the definition of integrity is. Doing the right thing all the time, whether somebody's looking or not. So if you'd like to balance faith and professionalism, my suggestion would be is live out your values and do not do anything that goes against your values. And if something happens in your workplace where you are forced to do something that's against your values, you have to go and talk to your line manager. Because it has, we're living in a world at the moment where we're respecting different religions, different cultures, different everything at the moment. So if we can respect all these other things where people are, you know, with different cultures, this is against my culture or, you know, um, I, identi- I identify as this or, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever that might be, you know, we're at a point where everybody's seeking respect for who and who and what they are, then you can also ask for the same respect from your line manager. If something in the business or if something in your position is against your values. But as a leader towards your employees, it's very crucial that you, you pick and choose what your values are. And then from there... I mean, some of us don't even have to pick and choose because we already know what they are. But I actually did an exercise through the through a, a course that I did with John Maxwell, The Five Levels of Leadership. And what they do is they give you, I think they give you 30 different values. And then from there, you choose. You start with 10 and then, you, then from 10, you go down to five. And then ultimately, you have those five values, for example, leadership or professionalism or you know, faith or whatever that might be, um, integrity, then those are the things that you vow to live by. Those are the things that you vow that you are going to show your employees because then you don't need to tell them that you're a Christian because they're going to see it through who and what you are and through your actions. But you need to remain professional because you are there to do a job and you're getting paid to do your job. So, you know, that's where where we need to strike that balance is who we are at work needs to be us, our true selves. But we also need to be professionals because that's why we got that job is because, you know, they wanted our expertise in there. So just to sum up, number one, to balance your faith with your professionalism, pray throughout the day. And, you know, you're not going to pray in front of other people or loudly, but you're going to do it silently in your office, quickly before a meeting, or those micro prayers that I mentioned in the previous episode. And then number two, live, breathe, and display your values no matter what. And then three, don't force God on anyone, and this because this can really put people off. And then number four is remain professional and true to your job role and your job description. Do not deviate from that unless there's something in your job description that that goes against your values. Then you need to bring that up to your line manager or something that needs to change in the organization or in the company. 
Okay, so I'd like to end this episode by praying for you. Dear Lord, I bring all the listeners of the Women of Faith in Leadership podcast to you today. I pray, God, that you would help them with their decision-making in the workplace or as leaders. I pray, God, that you would give them opportunity to just showcase their values and to live out their values in their workplace. And I pray, God, that their values would be so evident to other people, to employees, to line managers, to colleagues, that those employees and colleagues and line managers would respect the values that these listeners have and that they display and live and breathe by. I pray, God, for everyone who's listening to this episode, that you would just walk with them, hold their hand, guide them day by day. I pray that you would give them wisdom, insight, knowledge, and discernment for all the decisions that they have to make throughout the day. And I pray, God, that you would help them to do their jobs, the jobs that they were appointed to do, And that if there's anything that goes against their values, I pray, God, that you would give them bravery to speak up and to go to their line manager and to to say, well, these are my values and this decision or something that we're about to do goes against my values and I feel really uncomfortable with that. And God, I just really pray that everyone listening would just be close to you and would just seek your heart, seek you on a daily basis And I just really pray, God, for everyone listening, that you would just be with them, bless them, and guide them in everything that they do. Amen. All right, guys, I will, or ladies, guys or ladies, I will see you again on Wednesday when I'll be talking about spiritual gifts in the workplace. So I'm looking forward to this episode to talk about spiritual gifts. I love spiritual gifts. And I will also be including a link on where you can go and do a survey. So that's in the next episode. So make sure you come back on Wednesday. I'm going to include a link where you can do a survey to find out what your spiritual gifts are. So if you're looking forward to it as much as I am, please come back on Wednesday and come and listen to spiritual gifts in the workplace, using them for God's glory. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.